This episode of the JRE Review is brought to you by Incabooch. Incabooch is a new kind of kombucha combining all the probiotic benefits of other kombuchas with the antioxidant benefits of purple corn infused tea. Purple corn has some of the highest levels of antioxidants in the plant world and combined with kombucha results in a powerhouse of nutrition. Visit Incabooch.com to check out their great selection of drinks including spice berry and ginger coconut. Alright, today's podcast is one that I've been looking forward to reviewing for quite some time. Um, Joe Rogan Experience Podcast 1227 with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, come on, what a legend, what a character, what a animal, or former animal, may I say. This guy has lived a life, many lives, ten lives of the average man, and this podcast is describes much of his shenanigans and what he went through. So, anyway, without further ado, let's get reviewing. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? First thing that Mike opens up with is the fact that uh, he's never had coffee. How is that even possible? Not just that it's Mike Tyson, but how is that possible for anyone to have never had coffee? Uh, it just doesn't doesn't make any sense to me, especially anyone that's had to go to like do interviews on TV or all the rest of it. Uh, you know, you would have thought he'd have like five or six Red Bulls before he'd get ready for a press conference for one of his fights. I mean, you need to be pumped. He'd be pumped to get out there and be an animal. I don't know. Maybe maybe there was way more cocaine in the 80s, so he could just do that. Or well, 90s. 90s, really, when he was fighting. But that one was something strange. I, I thought, yeah, I guess he's had some tea. So Mike Tyson's more of a tea guy. I wouldn't have guessed that. Um, one of the really interesting stories that he was talking to Joe about um, was how, when he was in prison, he traded some cards cards in prison for some tigers he got some tigers and the and the and the legendary story of tyson and his tigers he had some uh albino tigers when i think he was living in las vegas and there's some crazy pictures of him when he's like 19 years old just wearing his underwear uh, holding these two tigers and uh if that doesn't symbolize the kind of out of control baller lifestyle he was living uh you know i can't you can't even imagine. Uh, Tom Segura was also in this conversation with Joe uh, just at the beginning. He's a big fan of Tyson, and he's talked about Tyson on his uh, comedy specials before. And uh, he mentioned how he was texting back and forth with Tyson. And Tyson was like, hey, man, awesome to meet you. I'll see you at your show. And Tom Segura just writes back, um, I love you, man, or something. Or just, I love you. Like, so really something very awkward and pretty hilarious, which he puts in his... Uh, um, comedy special, which I really like. and But what I like about Tom's enthusiasm and why he showed up that day, I mean, he's obviously a huge fan of Tyson. He got to talk to him on a plane. And it just goes to show the reach that that guy had. I mean, um, Joe talks about it a little bit in the podcast, how Justin Bieber is a megastar, obviously, right? But really only with teenage girls. And when it came to Tyson, though, even at 19, I mean, he wasn't just incredibly popular with with people that were young. I mean, it was like 
50-year-old men who are admiring him because he's the baddest man on the planet. I mean, that's... It really was like a, a different type of fame. I mean, just the respect and the awe that the guy created. Just, just knowing that, you know, you'd be around Tyson and he would just destroy you. And in a way, this is before... UFC and MMA was really anything what it was. So when people looked at who was the toughest guy on the planet, it really was focused on the boxers. People weren't thinking that MMA guys could beat them. And probably back then, they didn't have the rounded skill set that would have allowed them to dominate boxers in the same way. You know, that, I mean, MMA guys back then weren't really MMA. They were just different types of martial arts. And, uh, you know, maybe they'd engage in some some cage fighting or something. But, I mean, it, it definitely wasn't the caliber, you know. So you've got MMA guys today that would, in a street fight, wipe the floor with most boxers just because of the dynamic range that they have. But probably back then, boxers, you know, they're just such great strikers, they would have been able to get the upper hand. And someone like Tyson, I mean, shit. Someone like Tyson, I mean, it's it's the Cain Velasquez of boxing, but more so. I mean, I can't imagine uh, the damage that Tyson could have done if they had somehow persuaded him to join the UFC. I mean, imagine if it was as big as it is now and Tyson's now 19 and they're pulling him in and they're teaching him wrestling. With his frame and power, unbelievable. Be nothing like it. You put those tiny little gloves on Tyson too, like MMA gloves. It would be so horrifying. I couldn't even, I couldn't even start to imagine the damage that he'd done. But Tyson now is more chilled. Uh, he recently did a drug called Five Meo DMT. It's the Toad. Um, the Toad is a very powerful hallucinogenic drug, and Tyson only did it just a few weeks ago, I think, from what he was saying on the podcast, and it's really affected him in a big way. It usually does, from what I understand of that one. It creates a huge kind of shift in your mindset and your thinking. And he's he's figuring himself out. And, and he's been pretty introspective for some time. If you've heard any interviews of him recently, he really does put off a very humble and introspective kind of conversation. And he gets silly with things. He's done a live tour um recently where he would just travel around and kind of tell his stories and it's supposed to be very entertaining and quite funny um you see the real soft side of tyson which is a cool thing because so many people remember him just as this brute force animal he's now opened something or getting ready to something called uh tyson ranch big expansive land where you can kind of go and what did he call it glamping glamorous camping uh it's a retreat place where you can go uh smoke some weed enjoy your time camp meet people chill out relax just kind of a zen uh, experience and through it he's starting to uh get into the weed business which is interesting a lot of people are doing that i mean it's not just that there's money in it this is a person that has been pretty dedicated to smoking weed for a very long time. I think he said when he was like 11 years old, he started. He also did acid when he was 11, which is wild. 
I have nothing against doing acid, but doing it at that young age before your brain is fully developed, who knows if that's a smart move? I don't know. Uh, that's up to anyone that wants to decide that and try it. But I think 11 is, you know, you're still playing with toys then. You know, you just post Legos. And to get into acid, uh, that's a big jump. I think uh, maybe you should earn those stages. But he's a wild man, you know, and he grew up in a very different way, in a very accelerated path of experience. So why not? Maybe it works for him. Things like getting tigers and buying multiple Bentleys and huge baller houses and things like this is just a result of what mega super rich people do. Because, you know, you have that money, you're someone like Tyson, you're 19 years old, what what's the point of just putting it into the bank? Like, all you know is you get it so quick, so fast, that why even save it? And it's an interesting thing when you see that and, like, billionaires buying their yachts and just the mega wealthy spending. I mean, maybe there is, like, a point where you're just like, all right, all this stuff is useless, I don't need it. But at the same time, you can't take it with you. So why not just buy crazy, extravagant things? You know, maybe it takes your mind off whatever stresses you're going through at any given time. It's fascinating to me. I'd love to see that firsthand, like work directly, be a PA for like a billionaire and just watch how their mind works. See when they get bored and then they're just like, yep, I'm buying a yacht. I'm buying a helicopter. I'm buying a gold giraffe. Uh, I don't know if you can buy a gold giraffe, but that would be sweet if I had the money. But then also, it comes with a lot of problems too. I mean, you take Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon. Uh, I think he just got caught in an affair. I'm not too sure. Maybe you guys know better, but uh, his wife has been there since the beginning. So $180 billion is getting split two ways, and that's got to be painful. He's still going to be the richest man in the world, but now his wife is officially the richest woman, and that's... How that goes, you gotta split that in half. So, uh, and it, it probably still really does hurt. It would be weird. I mean, you go from 180 billion to 90. You, how would you even know? How would you know? You would only know because there's some number on a piece of paper that changed, but nothing would change. Like, it's not like, oh, we gotta sell, you know, this island. Like, it just wouldn't make a difference but I bet it still hurts bet it hurts a lot of pain comes with too much money I'm sure I'll still take it though some of the really interesting parts of this conversation with Joe Rogan and and Tyson was when Joe was talking about how motivated he's got in the past from listening to Tyson he learned a lot about boxers from Tyson because Tyson used to watch a lot of old tape a lot of old boxing tape, and would mention fighters and fights that most people didn't know of because there weren't a great deal of archived recordings of old boxers. So you would hear Tyson in an interview like Joe would, and then he would go search out these boxers that Tyson talked about to kind of learn a little bit about it. And then he would also say, you know, get to the gym early, like get it, be there earliest and leave the latest. And that was something that Joe... Rogan took on in his mindset when he was doing Taekwondo because he was working at a 
at a gym, I think. So he'd go there early, sometimes work out in the middle of the night. He just wanted that edge. And he felt like that was a really good way to kind of be slightly better. And since Joe talks about being scared, scared of fighting, and Tyson is the, was the same way. And this was a way to kind of combat that fear. If you can't get away from it, you have to train more and harder just to be as prepared as possible. At least you put in everything that you could and kind of look at it this way. I found that really interesting because with Rogan's podcast, some of the most motivating parts of it are the ways that he has oriented himself to be successful, uh, how he's found pieces of information in his life that have allowed him to be successful and push through difficult things. And knowing that Tyson played what could be a really big part of that just made this podcast that much more special. And I think that, you know, the the Rogan fans listening knew that building up to it because Joe was very excited to get Tyson on and talk about him. And it, and it just goes to show how much motivation Tyson has made for a lot of people. He doesn't give himself that much credit. He mostly just feels guilty about his time boxing and and bad about how he acted and how he was with his family. But really... It was a massive inspiration. He was a character larger than life and almost like a superhero. They talked about making a movie with Jamie Foxx as well, which sounds really freaking cool. And I'm super excited to uh, uh, watch that and see what Jamie Foxx does. I think that would be great, like a good life story of, of Tyson as long as they get it right. But anyway, it's a fantastic conversation. You, you get to learn a lot about Tyson and how he is. He's a fun, silly guy and uh, got some great stories and it really sounds like a good dude and, and I'm excited to see how this Tyson Ranch stuff goes but anyway, thank you guys for listening I really appreciate it and we'll talk soon, cheers Thanks for listening, and again, this review is brought to you by Inkabooch Kombucha. Go to inkabooch.com to order your drinks today.